Welcome back to the Orange Boy Inquiry. This episode was brought to you by my grandma. My grandma has been a devoted and and consistent listener since day one. So I wanted to give a quick shout out to her. Let's see if I can get her on the phone real quick. Oh no. <laughs> oh, grandma, hello. You're on the Orange Boy Inquiry. Yeah. Can, can I put you on speaker? Oh no. I said, can I put you on speaker? Grandma? Wait, mo- mom, what mom, what's going on? Okay, thank thanks for letting me know. Guys, my his, my grandma was in an accident. Oh no. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. She got <clears throat> She got ran over by a reindeer. Oh no. God. Um, so in, in, in a change of, in a change of pace, I, uh, this podcast was brought to you by Vixen, our favorite reindeer. Welcome back to the next episode of the Orange Boy Inquiry. Uh, my name's Jared. I'm Lucas. <laughs> and I am Niall. Perfect. And we are three friends who enjoy movies and also enjoy the color orange. Um, we are streaming this episode from three different parts of Utah, uh, back in our normal spots. <laughs> and we're just happy to, happy to be here, happy to have this conversation about movies. Um, yes, indeed. This, this week's episode is the the topic of this week's episode is musicals. So we're going to talk about movie musicals. <laughs> I I don't know about you guys. I actually am not a fan of musicals, <laughs> but I I think I just had some really fun question ideas, and I really wanted to talk about them with you. You're not, not I don't a fan, like... but you chose the topic. <laughs> no, not not typically. There are some that I love. I love. I love uh, Mamma Mia. I yeah. love um, Hamilton. Yeah, but that's is, not really a movie. It's great. Right. Right. Well, well but you, I'm talking about musicals in oh, general. Oh, musicals Every, in general. Yeah, all bro, of the I other ones Hamilton. that I've seen, I'm like, that's, they're, See, they're not that great. <clears throat> but I'm sensing, I'm sensing a pattern with Jared because this week he chose musicals and he doesn't like them. And our first episode, he chose James Bond before he had even seen a James Bond movie. Okay, I, I chose so. James Bond because I needed to force myself to watch some of them. I needed an excuse, okay? That's fair. I can see that. But I did not. This is not an excuse to watch musicals. I didn't watch any musicals in preparation. I also did not. This is the first episode that I have not prepared for in some way. Wow, I watched every musical, so shame on you okay. both. I think we have our bases well, covered then. Yeah. You you picked up our slack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I Lucas, you really like La La Land too though, right? I do, yes. I was gonna say so Me too. I love La La Land. That's probably my top ten movies of all time. I wow. am not like usually a huge fan of musicals, but this that movie I just love. Mm-hmm. I I think my big thing is I love movies about music. You know, maybe like Yeah. Like Whiplash. Like, uh, like Whiplash, yeah, exactly, or yeah. or even more. Oh, like, brother, where art thou? Like, uh, like biopics about artists and stuff. 
Oh yeah, like those are great. Or uh, like the, the, have you seen the Have you seen the Andre three thousand um, biopic of Jimi Hendrix? I haven't. the The guy from Outcast plays Jimi Hendrix. It's pretty cool. It's not like the best movie, but there are some really cool moments in it. Right. Also, they so, are making a movie about David Bowie, but they are not allowed to use David Bowie music in it. So, <laughs> what? Yeah, apparently the estate of David what? Bowie is not allowing them to use the, his music in the movie about him. What that a power like move. Be a yeah, so I don't know yeah. if that's going to change between now and when it comes out or what is going to happen <laughs> with that, but that, that sounds pretty stupid to Jeez. me. That yeah. sounds rough. <laughs> Jeez. <clears throat> well, we all brought some pretty... I wanted to keep the topic question a little broad so we could bring different like we weren't specifically talking about specific musicals instead we wanted to keep it broad keep it a little free form and with the general like idea of musicals let's apply that to things let's ex- experiment with that and so I'll, I'll go ahead and start with my question first and then we'll just get the ball rolling so Mamma Mia is is a great musical I think um, yes and what it does is it takes the the music of ABBA, which is a a, a pop group from the 70s, um, and it just takes their music, puts it into a musical format, and then they use that music to tell the story, right? All the songs are from ABBA. Um, and so I, I wanted to ask you guys, if you could take another musician or artist or band's discography and turn it into a musical what artist would you choose and kind of what would that musical look like? Good question. <laughs> All right. Well, for anyone who knows me, this answer will not come as a surprise. Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> but I think that if Weird Al made a musical using his current already existing discography, that it would be amazing. Uh, UHF already exists, which has some of his songs, but it's not a musical. It's super parody-esque and things like that, like Weird Al usually is, but it was also made like 30 years ago. So I think this generation (laughs) of youths deserves an influx of Weird Al in their lives through a musical (laughs) based on his works. And so so basically, it would be a comedy, of course, but you could easily string together some of his songs, especially some of his longer songs, like Albuquerque or Stuck in the Drive-Thru. You could make a hilarious movie following the same (laughs) character living through all of these different extremely insane scenarios as he just kind of goes through life and it could even be played by weird al it could be weird al the whole time but he's the same character and you could just take the songs and string together a plot and go from there and i think it would be hilarious (laughs) i like that there you go (laughs) i'm very passionate about weird al so yeah that's like one of the few things before i like knew lucas like, that was the, one of the few things I knew about Lucas. <laughs> yeah. I knew he was tall. <laughs> I knew he liked bucket hats. <laughs> yeah, the, the orange <laughs> Star Wars Rebels bucket hat. Yeah, yep. and then I knew he liked Weird Al, so <laughs> yep. that is... And I met Weird Al wearing that orange bucket hat. Wow. That's right. It all I think comes I've seen to that, that full circle. <laughs> yep. It was amazing. It was one of my dream come true. <laughs> all right, Niall. Um, I have so my answer is very closely related to one of my favorite musicals is a musical called um jersey boys and it is about 
the the story of Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons, right? Yeah. And when you see it on stage, it feels like a musical. But when you saw it in the theater, you kind of realized, oh, this is just the story of that band, you know? Yeah. Because anytime, anytime in the musical where they, like, break out into song, they're, like, in the studio or it's a live performance or something like that. So it really is kind of, like, doesn't feel too musical-y, you know? Right, And so yeah, yeah. my answer is related to that. My answer would be a history of Fleetwood Mac, um, following following mostly leading up to the the album Rumors, which is you know the whole thing is written about all of the little love betrayals that happened uh, within the band around that time. Yeah, and so kind of like, but singing the songs less in a like a performance manner and more in a like context manner you know so like the song instead of being sung while they're recording it or something is like right when stevie nicks feels betrayed that's when she starts singing you know dreams or whatever yeah and then like go your own way comes up like is kind of like this triumphant like getting over it type thing um but i don't know i think it could be really really cool yeah no i love that so so you would do the self-titled album and rumors yeah mostly focusing on those and the the musical would be called rumors cool so it would be would it be it would be a musical following them as well as uh with their music so it'd be kind of like so it'd be kind of like a biopic yeah yeah which i still have not seen but i'm aware of the structure of it yeah like in rocket man it's a musical because it's not like Every time he performs, it's in context of a performance. Okay. It's like it's just like his songs will reflect his moods, his feelings about something. Yeah, and and the, the moment in which the idea was conceived, like the idea for the song when it was conceived, but the song will be performed in that moment rather than you know in the studio or something. Yeah. What are what are some of those songs on those albums that um, like if our audience doesn't know those albums? Well, yeah. So the. The ones I came in mostly prepared with answers from rumors, but the two big ones that people like really know are um, rumors and dr- or not rumors. Uh, go go your own way and dreams. Yeah, those are kind of the the bigger ones. But let me pull up the the track list really quick because they're like like there's also it's one of those things. Is chain. dreams the one? <clears throat> oh yeah, the, the one chain. That they, oh yeah, the chain is uh, great. Landslide is actually on. The, the first one, yeah, right. Album. Is Dreams the one that they sing in Shark Boy and Lava Girl when they go Dreams, 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 Dreams? <laughs> yeah, that's a Fleetwood yeah, that's Mac actually the song. one. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. They they had to pay a lot um, of money to get Fleetwood Mac to uh, give yeah. them the, uh, <laughs> the rights to perform that song. <laughs> but like, there are there are fun like the the first track off of um, Rumors, Secondhand News is really, like, it would be good for kind of, like, a big group. Like, it's just really kind of, like, upbeat and fun. Like, Fleetwood Mac, I feel like they just cover so much ground. Really similarly to ABBA, you know, they have music that just kind of fits all moods. Um, And so it would be really kind of easy to put together, I think. Yeah, I agree. And I think think there is a lot to be said about those, the creation of those albums. And so I think think that setting is just, it lends itself to a... For sure. musical. Um, so my answer um, is actually 
So it's a band from the eighties, and the musical I want to to pitch is a like a musical that would take place in the eighties, just like a bunch of high schoolers, you know, in their like love lives and stuff, very eighties nostalgic kind of stuff. Uh, the band is Foreigner, okay? Oh, and I think their music like Cold as Ice, Jukebox Hero. Uh, um, I want to know what love is, you know. There's a lot that could like lend itself to telling this story of like just like getting to know people, falling in love, you know, and then you kind of fall out of love, and then at the end there's a big victorious thing where you fall in love, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I really thought about that pitch, as you can tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you go back and you just kind of listen to their hits. I think a lot of them would make really good just like numbers in a musical. Um, and I don't think, I think foreigners kind of in this place where people don't really talk about them that much. And so like a musical would feel a little fresh, you know, because yeah. it's not like we're hearing their stuff all the time. Right. Like I hear a foreigner song like once every six months. <laughs> I <Yeah. feel> like, <laughs> And so I think it'd be fresh and it'd also be like a really, unique kind of take on on the music <laughs> so foreigner is my answer i like your guys's a lot i think uh i think my the one i'd most likely be i would most likely watch is probably weird al <laughs> heck yeah man yeah, honestly it's got a <laughs> draw it's got a draw factor <laughs> oh, yeah man, okay. i i want weird al he has apparently written a script for a new movie but no one has made it yet so I don't well, think it's a musical, but I would love it to be made because UHF is one of my favorite comedies. Yeah, yeah. Nostalgia and just, I grew up on that movie and I just love Weird Al. Here's, here's my little Weird Al Funko Pop as well. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, that is cute. The only <laughs> nice. one that I have, but it's a Weird Al. <laughs> I love it. Lucas, that's your question, man. Okay. Um, my question is, if, if you were to reboot... Or put a sequel into an already existing franchise as a musical, what would it be? Which franchise or reboot would it be, and how would it fit in, and why would you do that one? Okay, so this is controversial, um, but I really think that it's basically just the natural next step for this franchise. Um, there, there are already nine movies and a spinoff. The ninth is yet to come, but oh, I no. think that, I think that the Fast and the Furious 10 oh, man. should be, yes. should be a musical. Yes. Um, and I, I think that it's just like, they're, they're already so like they, they started it with see you again. Right. Um, kind of bonding the movie with music. Sure. You know? And so oh, I yeah. think that it's it's really only a matter of time until those original songs are sung by Dominic Toretto <laughs> and and his posse, you know? <laughs> and his and family. So I, <laughs> yeah, and his family. Sorry, I should have said family. <laughs> that was that was inconsiderate. Oh yeah. Me. How inconsiderate. <laughs> but of course, the there would be a song, there would be even maybe multiple <laughs> songs titled Family. Um, 
<laughs> they're all just they're, have a family, but have different track. Like they yeah, have different musical family. Family. family <laughs> the first song is yeah. First song is family. <laughs> family and rep- all of them are just reprise one, reprise two, <laughs> or or reprise depending on who you are. Some yeah, people say well. it different. <laughs> I want to be wrong. We're inclusive. We're inclusive in this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. I want Um, to imagine the first, the first song of the Fast and the Furious movie is just another day of sun. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) can you imagine that? But with Vin Diesel and the rock. Yeah. And Vin Diesel just kind of like mumbling all the way. <laughs> Doesn't matter what's under the hood, it matters who's behind the wheel. We're family, yo. I think I think one of the important things about a musical is the the sing along ability, right? Um, you want to be able to sing along to the songs. And Jared and I, upon seeing, <laughs> I think Fast and Furious seven or eight, no, I can't even fate. remember it was which fate one. Of the Furious. It was Fate, right? Um, we were quoting the movie in the theater, having never seen it before, because the lines <laughs> in those movies are so predictable. You know exactly what's yeah. going to happen that it would translate <laughs> we, to musicals very well. That was we one of my favorite able... moments of all like cinema, <laughs> like going to the movies. It's just he said something like what you just said. It was like uh, it was doesn't that matter line, what yeah. car you drive, and then Niall and I both said. It's who's behind the wheel. And we, like, looked yeah. at each other. <laughs> First time seeing the movie. Yeah, um, the rest but that would, that would translate really well to musicals, you know? Because you'd just, like, you'd already know the words to all the songs the first time you go in. So, oh, there's a, there's a there's Vin my, Diesel Funko Pop. Dominic a Dominic Toretto, Toretto. Funko Pop. <laughs> But Fast and the Furious 10, the musical, is my answer. Great well, it's going to end on the 11th or something, right? Well, probably. As far as the main storyline? Yeah, I don't we'll get a reboot it. series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, two years later. Starring the guy from Point Break that looks like yeah, he's Yeah, yeah, bring him back. <laughs> Let's get him some more work. That one didn't yeah. work out for him. All right. <laughs> my answer... For this, I think is a is an obvious answer, and I don't I don't know why Nile hasn't already said it. Um, we want a a franchise or a movie that didn't quite work out as big as they wanted it to, something that has a lot of potential, but is also very cheesy, and and would lend itself fairly well to a uh, you know no holds barred musical reboot, and so that is why I think. The next installment of the Power Rangers reboot yes! should be yes. a musical. And Absolutely, say, keep the cast. The you know, I'm sure Billy, or the Red Power Ranger, the guy from Stranger Things. I'm sure he can sing. You know, I'm sure he can. And the the Pink Power Ranger was from Lemonade Mouth, so we know she can sing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then I'm, I don't know if you guys know this, but Brian Cranston may or may not have pipes. <laughs> That boy definitely has pipes. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. So oh, let's yeah. keep the cast. Let's act like the first one, like, that's still canon. We're just going to put a musical next. And I don't think anyone's going to notice. I don't think anyone would notice no. that it's, it, this, the, well, the second one isn't a musical. Plus, then you can bring in, like, Hugh Jackman as the Green Power Ranger. Yes. <laughs> Hugh Jackman, the 50-year-old man with the teenagers. <laughs> 
I don't know. Hey, <laughs> I think you I think, don't have to I be a teenager the, to be uh, a ranger. The choice. The, yeah, the natural the progression. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I can see it. And the Power Rangers already even have, like, their little coordinated dance moves, right? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so exactly. it's like... <laughs> they've already got one foot in the door. They just need to... They just need to commit. They really do. <laughs> they just need and to they've commit. got a theme. I like it. You know, just put some lyrics yeah. to that. We are the Power Rangers. It all be super falsetto. Like the first, the first song, the main track will be "Go Go Power Rangers," and it's just going to be a huge dance number. They'll tease it all the way throughout, and then at the end, it's just going to explode. Yeah, just they're going to be fighting all the baddies and Go Go Power Rangers playing and doing well and all that stuff. I like it. All right. My answer is somewhat more predictable, but I think okay. this one is somewhat likely <laughs> to happen. Um, oh. Because as we continue to move along in this world with the nearly dozens of Marvel movies that have come out, yeah. I think if oh, they were okay. to make uh, an MCU musical, that could be <laughs> actually super cool. Um, okay, wait, you MC think this is musical. the most likely of the three to happen? The most likely, <laughs> absolutely. I think Kevin Feige is already planning out how they're going to put a musical into the canon of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> you could ju- you could get someone who, like, mind controls people and have them just do a little jig and a dance and a sing <laughs> and have that be the whole the whole plot. But it you could you could do it in a way that makes it so... It's still a musical for the audience, but for the characters, they're being forced to do this crap. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know which characters it would work best with or who well, could be kind of the manipulating. Maybe Loki could be manipulating everyone, kind of yeah. bring him back for some fun jazz. Literally. Like Tom, Tom, Tom Holland, he, he did a lot of, he, did, he was on Broadway, right? Yeah, well, yeah, and there was even that, yeah, you could even just do Spider-Man, just straight up, because yeah. that one Spider-Man Turn Out the Dark got canceled, unfortunately, that would have been really cool. <laughs> yes. If you made I it think, as a movie, it'd be way yeah. more feasible, because a lot of why that failed was because people just kept breaking their legs. And yeah, so, and Zendaya yeah. is in those ones, too. Yeah, she exactly. Can, yeah, you already have the cast. Own. There you go, perfect. You just Holy make the cow. next, you make Spider-Man 4 the musical. Yeah. Turn out there the dark. That's how you bring in Green Goblin, all that stuff. It'd be perfect. Bring in J.K. Simmons. <laughs> yeah. He's already been in uh, La La Land and uh, and Whiplash. He knows how to... Yeah. I mean, he, he didn't sing in either of those, but he knows how to interact with music. Okay, yeah, the more we talk about it, the more likely I actually think this is to <laughs> happen. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that, uh, that Turn Out the Dark would have been really cool to see, but... Yeah, I think as a stage production, it just kind of wasn't very feasible. But as a movie, who knows? You know, I think actually Michael Jackson somehow obtained the rights to that. Because he had the rights to Spider-Man for a bit. No, he almost did. He wanted, yeah, I I knew he wanted to buy Spider the rights to Spider-Man so that he could then um, play Spider-Man in a movie. So he was going to buy it before that, Sony okay. did. But then... He, uh, he got sniped by Sony. They bought it. And so then he was unable to play Spider-Man, which I think is for everyone's benefit because Tobey no, Maguire so. was a good <laughs> Actually, Spider-Man. Yeah, that's true. I think Tobey Maguire yeah. is the best 
uh, and I and I I think we would have missed out. But I would have liked to see Michael Jackson as Spider Man. I don't as know. Spider-Man. I don't know. Did my audio cut for you guys? Could you hear me at all talking? Not in the last little bit. Okay. Yeah. I I had. We're having some technical difficulties, but I was just saying I actually did see the Spider Man musical. Oh, you did on Broadway. Oh, yeah, and it was uh, v- kind of visually amazing. Yeah. You know? Wow, I thought it just—I I didn't even know it ever got shown. I thought no, it just it got, got canceled shown. before they were able to really get it off the ground. It got shown. I saw it when I was in junior high, and it was like it wasn't the best like musical, but I am like I would not trade that experience for the world. You know, seeing it. <laughs> Yeah, you're one of the lucky cool. few on Earth who got to see that. Yeah, would it that would have been good. better if Michael Jackson was? Yes, Spider-Man? absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. no question. I can see that point. We'll have Michael Jackson play Spider-Man digitally in the next Spider-Man movie <laughs> no. as a musical. Yes, perfect. The All most right. likely of the three to happen. Uh, that's great. Okay, yeah, I'm with you. Most likely. <laughs> Niall, what's your question, man? Okay, my question is, um, af- after Hamilton came out and was such a huge deal, you know, it made me kind of wonder, maybe historical musicals are the new, the new thing, you know? And so, I wanted to ask you guys what historical event you would like to see turned into a musical, and and why? That is a great question. Hmm. Lucas, you take this one. Okay. <laughs> Mine is not an event, but a person, kind of like Hamilton. Um, cool. Another histori- uh, uh, historic U.S. figure um, who I really like. And actually, if they were to even spin the rap part onto this guy, it would work really well. Um, that is Teddy Roosevelt. I think that he is, he has done a lot for the U.S. Like, he did a lot for the U.S., and I think, like Hamilton, he's not super understood. Hamilton definitely was way more fringe. Like, people didn't really know a lot of what Hamilton had done specifically until the musical. But I think if you did a rap spin on Teddy Roosevelt and all that he did, like, because he was a pretty like macho dude he was pretty bad a eh? and you get some yeah. you get some nice fat beats on that boy and he just rapping about the panama canal and you know <laughs> yeah. say oh, preserving the forests and everything <laughs> and not hunting little bears it'd be pretty awesome i like that a lot i think I dig it you know that's that's somebody i feel like people know a bit about but i think i do think he did a ton yeah. that would warrant you know that's my vote. I think that would be super cool to see. Yeah. My my answer is is an event. Uh, and it would be the moon landing. Oh, oh nice. nice. And I think there's a lot... I've seen a couple movies about the moon landing, right? And they're able to kind right. of dramatize the whole event. And obviously it was huge. It was a huge world event. And so I think the key players in that, like getting to know them and their lives kind of would work pretty well just like throw some music yeah. over top of it and nobody yeah. really like <laughs> and the opening right. yeah the opening beat could be like welcome to the moon landing this is how we faked it pay attention boys, <laughs> <laughs> well that's obviously what i meant right 
the the musical of how they faked the moon landing. Yeah, the clearly not real historical event. Yeah, but I was actually. Th- I wanted it to be as groundbreaking as the moon landing itself. So I don't think wow. I wouldn't have it be rap. I wouldn't have it be um, like just a standard uh, kind of opera style. I would have it be a like a insanely heavy metal <laughs> yeah musical just kind of industrial doom metal type yep. thing <laughs> yeah it's basically from the doom doom soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> of just the hardest metal you've ever heard um i like it i like it yeah that's mine i was gonna suggest that while they're floating through space they could have uh, Major Tom playing, but I don't think that the David Bowie estate would give you the rights. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Only, so. only to Walter Mitty because he was still alive at the time. Right. Back then. Yeah. Okay. My answer, I clearly both of you put more thought into this than I did. <laughs> Even though it's my question. I don't think that's true. <laughs> my answer is also an event and it is the Great Emu War in Australia. Sick, Um, yes. (laughs) For for our listeners who are unfamiliar with the Great Emu War, um, there was a a surge of the emu population in in Australia once upon a time. I don't even know the time frame for this. Like, see, I didn't even look it up. I just know about it. (laughs) Honestly, it could have been hundreds of years ago. It could have been, like, 30 (laughs) years ago. And I I know. (laughs) All I know is that there were guns invented by the time that this happened because the, the... Emu were causing such a problem for the, like, agricultural community down there that they sent the actual military of Australia to go and kill all of these birds. But there were, (laughs) there were, there are some quotes that are amazing that are like, you could do more damage to, like, a high security tank with our guns than you can do to these hordes of emu. (laughs) Like, there, there were multiple instances of their machine guns jamming, and while they were shooting at the emu, like the emu were telepathically jamming their guns, um, the emu would break into formation. And that's actually what I, what I, what inspired me was there's a quote on the Wikipedia article about the Great Emu War that says that the emu would break into formation to disorient the the military. And I was thinking, that could be such a spectacular musical number, like a dance number. All of oh, the emu. Yeah. So it would be something a la Cats, um, where people would be playing the emu as well. Um, and you kind of get a little bit of a maybe a West Side Story vibe out of it. Sharks and Jets, military and emu. And, uh, yeah, they kind of just creeping up on each other and having this war. <laughs> the great thing about it is that the emu actually win. The military is like, yeah, we can't fight these guys. <laughs> That's so, so funny. Because I was going to say, I just looked it up. It happened in 1932. And one of the first, okay. one of the first additional in questions between is... between wars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The war no. never ended. They, they struggled more than any of us. <laughs> yeah, there was the emu war. And then the response to who won the Great Emu War was the end result of the war was arguably that the emus won via outlasting the humans. 
While there were no human casualties, only 986 of the roughly 20,000 emus were killed, and 9,860 bullets had been used up. So that's... They used 100 bullets for every emu that they killed. See... And I don't know, I just think that the Great Emu War, the musical, would is something that we need. Because it's like Hamilton, you know, how people didn't know Hamilton's story before then. A lot of people don't know the story of the Great Emu War, and what better of a way to spread it to people than through uh, song and dance. And the, the argument can also Australians be made that... Be <laughs> the it. argument with... Um, yeah, Australians might be a little bit triggered that you're showing the <laughs> darkest side of their history. <laughs> but you, the argument can be made that for the same reason that the British w- lost the Revolutionary War, um, the humans lost <laughs> the Great Emu War because the you know the underdog, they really had the motivation to keep yeah. fighting. You know, The American Absolutely. Revolution in the 1700s was really motivated to keep going, and the emus in sure. Australia in the 1930s were the ones that were motivated to keep their land, to keep the humans yeah. off of it. There, there are lots of parallels you can draw. So much so they were able to tank 100 bullets each. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my question. I love that. That was that was great, and I do think you put in about we all put in equal amounts of thought. I think amount of effort. Okay, well let's move on. We had we had a bunch of fan questions this week again. You guys are honestly so awesome, and we really appreciate you guys coming out and and supporting us on our Instagram uh, yes. at the Orange Boy Inquiry. Um, uh, we this week's question who it came from Niall. Do you remember? Uh, Ian Martin, I think he's Ooh. one of Lucas's friends. I don't, yes, I don't he, know if I'm... he is a friend of mine. Awesome. Yeah, there you go. He, he has my he... pal. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> he, he asked us, if they made a musical of our lives, what would it be called? Easy enough. I would also ask, like, what style of music would it be in? Gotcha. Like, what genre? Um, Lucas or Niall, if you guys want to start. I think Lucas is All right. a good Nancy. I think he wants to say yeah. his. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mine would be jazz. And it would be called the Rat Scat Doodat. <laughs> One more time the, into the microphone. <laughs> the Rat Scat Doodat. <laughs> This this is our most chaotic neutral episode by far. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I like it. I like how free oh, it is. The rats so it would be that. it would be it would be jazz and it would be called the rat scat do that and it would go through my aloof adventures with an orange bucket hat and just the insane mumblings and jumblings of my life. <laughs> Nice. I love it. I think the title alone yeah. would spark enough intrigue to get people to watch it. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to not watch something with that title. Yeah. Absolutely. No way. <laughs> even even people um, who aren't fans of jazz will show up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> this is their gateway into stuff like La La Land. Exactly. You Which watch is a gateway the, into jazz. Yeah, you watch Rat Scat Do That first, and then you watch La La Land. And then you can listen to Louis Armstrong. Um, my, my answer um, is actually kind of inspired by 
my second choice for the Mamma Mia question, the cool. band to fill a song. And my, my title would be Downtime Uptown um, because I have a lot of downtime and uptown just kind of is a juxtaposition of words. <laughs> um, and that makes me that makes me think of Billy Joel's Uptown Girl. Nice. And so maybe it would be a lot of Billy Joel music. However, if we're trying to fit with who I am as a person, the music would probably be, you know, kind of progressive metal, weird time signatures. The dance numbers would be really hard because all the songs are in like eleven eight, <laughs> so there's not really a way to just kind of do a stepping little dance to that. Right, there's no box um, up. <laughs> but yeah, downtime it's just uptown. Just a seizure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just kind of freak out on the what I was doing epileptic. The epileptic dogs. <laughs> That's oh, all. That has been a while since, since I saw that one. That's a deep cut joke for people that don't know what we're no, talking yeah. about. Um, um, okay, that's my, my answer though. Yeah, those. No, I love that. Um, mine. Uh, these boys know that I, I I really tried hard to think of a, a fitting title for for mine. Yeah, um, I spent a lot of time on it. I I, I spent more than you know. Um, majority of the week. Yep. And I decided on Jared Cooksey, superstar, <laughs> and his amazing Technicolor, wickedly talented Adele Mazine. Um, uh, and so it's it's a completely 100% techno musical. Techno <laughs> uh, With John Travolta playing me, and then Adina Menzel playing my love interest. Don't you mean right. Adele Dazim? Adele Dazim. Well, that's what it says in the title, and that's like her name will be Adina Menzel, like in the like credits in the playbill. <laughs> in the playbill, yeah, but in the uh, in as the spoken the entire word musical, all <laughs> all John Travolta calls her is Adele Dazim. <laughs> <laughs> Even though her character has a name, she call, he calls her that still. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Jared. hi, hey, Jared, can we go, can we go to the store today? Uh, sure, you wickedly talented adult Mazine. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Jared, will you, will you read your play title for us one more time? Yeah, of course. It's Jared Cooksey, superstar, and his amazing Technicolor, wickedly talented Adele Mazine. Oh, I hate that. Oh, jeez. Oh, well, I think that's a good note to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening, and I, I hope you look forward to seeing our musicals on Broadway soon. Uh, oh yeah. I or in theaters. <laughs> or in theaters, I'm I'm especially excited for the the Weird Al <laughs> hit musical. Uh, everybody, stay safe out there, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>